Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy. Been with the Chris and Sandy Show. Where we get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. Today, like I said, in every episode, we got a great show for you today. We've got Jennifer Malak coming on. She's been on our show before, but with just audio. So it's really cool to, to be able to actually interact face to face, so to speak. Yes. <laughs> so we're excited to kind of hear parts of her story again and see what's new and all that. So Jennifer, how are you doing today? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. And it's really cool to see your face. <laughs> Rich Sandy was in here, but she's kind of with our little toddler. And it's like, oh, uh, it's, yeah. all, it's okay. <laughs> Hopefully she can pop in later. <clears throat> yeah. Hope so. You know, she she might be in and out. <laughs> <laughs> all good. So as we get started in this, um, I don't remember if I asked you about the whole virus thing in the past, but it's bigger than it was then. I know that. And I always like to start the show out talking about well, how has it affected you and what are you kind of doing to maneuver through that? Well, um, I feel like every indie artist can um, say this. I feel like, um, you know, everything's closed down. A lot of gigs have been canceled and events and things like that. But in a way, um, the positive side of it is it's given me a lot of time to, you know, really work on my music and really mm -hmm. start writing a lot more. I mean, I've put out a lot of original music, so I'm super happy about that. Getting mm -hmm. ready, ramped up for 2021. Hopefully 2021 is a little more <laughs> positive. Um, but, you know, with being an indie artist, it's been difficult. Um, you know, but we're really lucky at the same time because we have things like this, live interviews, um, you know, social media, social platforms has really, really helped. Um, definitely. Because <laughs> if you can't go and perform live somewhere, at least you can, you know, do a radio takeover or do like a Facebook live. So mm -hmm. um, in a way, certain things have definitely been a struggle, but I feel like the positive side is, you know, just really focusing a lot more and even everyone in life. I just feel like we've really got time to really focus on what's really important to us. So. Yeah. yeah. It's like for us, you know, I remember when we, we launched our show January 3rd and right. our original plan was a hundred interviews our first year. We thought if we did that, Mm -hmm. There's, I, I don't think there's too many hosts that can say they interviewed a hundred people their first year. Exactly. And then, and then COVID happens, and I told Sandy, <laughs> I was like, you know, this could be an opportunity in disguise for us. This could be our year to shine because artists like right. you are going to need a place to talk with everything shutting down and all that. Exactly. So because of that, we have just put the hammer down, and right. we've got, we we're at over 260 interviews now. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's really incredible. Um, you know, with this year and everything going on, in a way, yeah, definitely. Us indie artists um, have been flocking even more to, you know, social media and things <laughs> like that. So that's really awesome. Good for you guys. That's cool. So tell us a little bit of your backstory, you know. T tell us what got you to where you are now. Because, you know, I like to get to know the, the person behind the music, yeah. not just the music. Okay. Um, well, throughout my um, 
I'm trying to think of the right thing to say. Throughout my life, um, I've been into the arts. Um, music, dance have been a part of my life ever since I can remember. Um, I was in the dance circuit for a very long time, competing, uh, you know, competitively, everything like that. And um, I've been doing music throughout my life as well, but I really didn't start really investing um, into my music until about four years ago. That's really when I started becoming, um, oh, wow. you know, more professional on the professional side of things. So um, that's when I really started getting involved in music. Um, I had a wonderful opportunity to go on to Nashville Spotlight in Nashville, oh, wow. Tennessee. And I was able to, that was kind of my first time that I was in Nashville. Uh. So to you know go to nashville tennessee was a like a totally different experience for me and i really fell in love with it and um that's kind of how it all started and i started recording in nashville tennessee and um you know for a couple of years now i've been recording here and then i just started going back to nashville tennessee like mainly Nashville, Tennessee recording. Um, so Nashville is really like a second home to me, although I mm -hmm. live in Indiana, I feel like Nashville is my second home. So ah. that's really, um, I've been really focusing on recording um, definitely this year, um, that kind of thing. So I love Nashville. <laughs> and you know, we're looking forward to next year Nashville being our home. Oh my gosh, congrats. That's amazing. <laughs> Hopefully we can get through this whole virus stuff by that time. Cause you right. know, Nashville is not one of them places you want to move to and then can't do nothing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, definitely. Nashville downtown is all about the bar scene and you know, all the fun events and you know, oh my gosh, it's just always a really great time. And every experience I've ever had performing downtown has been incredible. So, you know, for COVID to happen and everything, I, I definitely feel like it's been difficult, um, you know, but we're just staying positive, right? Hopefully next year will be better. And um, I'm really looking forward to getting out there even more, doing gigs and events. So, yeah, Nashville's the way to go. I love it there. And anybody that's listening to this, because I see a lot of comments coming through. Um, if you can share this, that would be awesome. Just share, yes. share, share. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> Thanks, guys. So um, what are some hobbies you'd like to do outside of music? Well, um, I would say dance has been a humongous part of my life. Um, I've been a tap dancer. Um, I do a bunch of different genres, jazz, musical theater, but tap has really been an, a really important part of my life. Um, <laughs> I like to, you know, judge dance competitions um, regionally and nationally. So that's another thing that I do aside from my music. Um, oh. I really love to read. I'm a big <laughs> reader. <laughs> that's kind of like a different hobby for me. Um, it really helps me really. Um, I really like learning different stories and vocabulary. And I feel like it's really helped me with my songwriting as well. So um, I, I definitely love to read. Um, I like to sew. That's kind of <laughs> something um, some people oh, know wow. about me. Or, you know, earlier on in the COVID days, I was sewing masks and everything. And um, I really like to sew as well. So music and dance, though, that's been my main 
my main passions. So now a lot of people would ask, um, when did you know you want to do music? But I like to go deeper than that. Okay. When did it click? What was that moment where you kind of looked in the mirror and thought this could be a career? What was that moment? Okay. Um, well, I would say the first time I stepped into a recording studio um, oh, wow. was really when it really hit me. Um, you know, I, I've been singing competitively for years, you know, doing um, events around town, doing charity work around town, performing. Um, but I never really got really professional with it. So when I had a chance to go to Nashville, like I said earlier, mm. um, being on Nashville spotlight, I had a chance to meet this producer and I got to record a song. And my first song was just a cover. I was just trying to learn the process, see if I like it, see if I don't like it. And it was so magical to me. I just, I just like fell in love with it. Wow. Um, I think I even cried at one point <laughs> um, just because it was, you know, when you're on a microphone and you're, <clears throat> you have your headphones on and you just hear every, you know, inflection in your voice and you're like, wow, like sometimes you don't get to have the opportunity to hear that on like a regular mm -hmm. microphone. Right. Yeah. So for me to have that opportunity to record just to see if I liked it. Um, that's probably the moment that I was like, I want to do this. I want to do this for the rest of my life as well as um, this time along. I think it was like, four or five years ago, um, I had the opportunity to perform at Circle of Lights, which is downtown Indianapolis. It's this big Christmas performance. And um, I was lucky enough to be picked um, with my tap company to perform. And, you know, I've been on the stage for years, um, probably since I was seven or eight years old. And I got to perform to thousands and thousands of people um, mm -hmm. and to perform and do what I love. Like that was another moment for me. And that was dancing, but dancing and singing in general, just being on stage. I like turned to my mom and I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life is I want to be on stage performing for people, making people smile, you know, around the Christmas time too. It's just so incredible. And the way that circle of lights is, is there, we're in the middle of the um, downtown Indianapolis and the mm -hmm. big monument um, lights up like a Christmas tree. So that was kind of like the event. And oh, wow. um, there's thousands and thousands of people. Um, so I was <laughs> kind of nervous, but when I walked up on that stage, I just felt like at, like at home. So recording studio and being on stage, that's when I knew, so. <laughs> now, as you know, a lot of people whether they're fans or whether they're um, people wanting to do music, they see the glory of a Blake Shelton, of a Miranda, a Carrie. Yeah. But they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes not just to get at their level, but to get it even at a career level. Right. And I like to talk about that side of it because I think yeah. nobody talks about it. And yeah. I, I always said, we will be the show that talks about it because I think it's raw. I think it's important, and I think people need to know what artists go through. So I'm going to tell a quick story to help guide us where I want this to go. Okay. But back in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steele Girls. And at that I time, they her. were full-time. Yeah, they're awesome. They were full-time <laughs> with music at that time. 
Right. And I asked Allison, what advice would she give an up and coming artist? I'll never forget her answer. She said, this is going to sound funny coming from someone full time. But if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of music, if you can see yourself doing something else, go do that and just keep music as a hobby. Right. She goes, the moment you want it to be a career, you no longer own your own life. Everybody owns a piece of it. Your friends and relatives never understand because they invite you to weekends, to get to getaways, to holidays, to um, to Christmas, weddings, all that. Mm -hmm. But you have to say no because you're gigging, especially at the beginning. Right. You're like in that hunt and you yeah. can't say no to a gig <laughs> and you definitely can't cancel once you've got a gig because there's like 50 people on the line there right. with that. And exactly. so friends and relatives don't understand that. Then on top of that, your friend, your family has to sacrifice around you because they have to let you go. You know, so that's another issue. Exactly. And then if, it, if that wasn't enough, then there's going to be days where you're just miserable. You don't feel good. It could be even be one of the worst days of your life. Mm -hmm. If you got a gig that night, you've got to get up there and smile and right. put that mask on, pun intended, <laughs> to, um, oh and just play your heart out. But then she added, but if your heart will not allow you to do anything outside of music, if you cannot see yourself doing anything else, then go all in because yeah. the only way that those kind of sacrifices ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? Let's kind of talk about that side of it a little bit. I remember you told me about that. Um, I really look up to the two steel girls. Mm -hmm. They've been so incredibly sweet and kind to me. Mm -hmm. um, so when you told me that, I was like, wow, that like, it really struck home to me because mm -hmm. You know, throughout my life, when it came to dance or singing, I did make a lot of sacrifices, you know, like as a, you know, when you're in grade school, it's like, hey, you want to hang out? And you're like, no, I can't. I have dance or I have singing or I have an event or whatever. So it is a complicated situation. Um, but as long as your family um, really backs you up and supports you, I'm really fortunate. Um, I know I know some people out there that don't have you know, the base of a family to really help you, push you, um, really support you in every single, you know, opportunity. So mm. for me, I feel really lucky to be even able to, you know, be in my music career. Yeah. So with that, I would say, you know, if you have the passion and if you have the drive, um, you can do anything, you know, not even talking about you know, music, you know, if you want to really hone in on your skills and really, you know, focus and everything like that, anything is possible. Um, so I just feel really fortunate to have that base. Like my mom, my dad, they're so, so supportive. Like mm. I wouldn't really be able to do this without them. So yeah. I feel really lucky. And as well as, you know, all of my friends, my my family, my fans, um, you know, with COVID and everything, you know, you, you know, it's been extremely difficult um, not being able to go out and perform. So when they, you know, do get to hop on and watch a live or, you know, buy some merch here and there, I just got my new CD out, you know, just like opportunities like that to just support any of us indie artists. It's just, we really, really appreciate it because, you know, we're pouring our heart and soul out, um, you know, writing songs about our lives. And, you know, when you're writing and everything like that, it's kind of like, okay, I'm showing my soul to the world, you know? So, um, 
<laughs> it gets <laughs> kind of scary sometimes, but as long as you just take that leap of faith and your parents support you, um, you know, it does make it a lot easier. Um, so I definitely yeah. agree with her. Um, I do feel like it is a big sacrifice, but if you're willing and your, your drive is as, you know, strong, I, I just, I, I love my life. I'm really mm. happy with it and I can't wait to see how it unfolds. So, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> you're talking about new CD. Let's talk about that a little bit. Well, okay. You know, tell us about the new EP that you yeah. got. Um, thank you. My new EP just released this month. Um, it has five tracks on it and they're all original. So super happy about that. And, um, you know, we had pre-orders, which was incredible. I felt very, very blessed and happy with everything. And, um, right now there's a bonus track, um, on this album, which is not released yet, but it will be releasing. Um, I think, let's see the end of this month. So that's when that will come out to Spotify, Apple Music, things like that. So right now you can get it right here on my website, uh, www.jennifermalott.com. And, um, you know, I've just been really, really fortunate and lucky to be able to even put this together. Um, I've had, you know, I've just been really lucky to be a part of ISSA Records. Um, mm. You know Tammany Dove, she's so incredible and she's really helped me throughout this journey as well as recording in Nashville, Tennessee with Ben Travis. So, you know, um, I'm just really- The really said the 20th. The 20th, okay. I can't see the chat. <laughs> I think I had to press the <laughs> button, but I'm afraid to because I don't want to <laughs> turn it off or leave or something. So, um, but yes, the 20th, so, um, you know, I just feel really lucky to have such a big support system and um, a really close knit group that really has supported me in everything that I do. And, you know, Ron Campbell, he's amazing. Yep, he's great. My promoter. And I just feel really lucky. So, so, tell really us, well. so now that we talked about the sacrifice side, yeah. talk about the other side, the glory side that everybody sees. What, you know, when you look back on your career so far, what are a couple moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that? Right. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> I would say the first time that I got to go down during CMA Fest and performing around town, um, I thought that was really, really cool. Um, not only because, you know, I got to go perform, but also, I got to see so many indie artists that I've heard about or, mm -hmm. you know, I know where they, they live in a different state, but everyone's flocking to Nashville, Tennessee. So that oh, was wow. a really cool moment for me because you get to, you know, be more familiar with people and you get to perform mm -hmm. around town and watch them and they watch you. So always a really cool experience. Um, I feel like performing... Um, I was supposed to perform at the ISSA Awards this year, but with everything, with COVID and everything going on, um, I wasn't able to perform on the main stage, but I'm going to be doing that um, next yeah. August. So super excited about that. Um, 2019, I got to perform at the after party. And that to me was like one of those moments because, you know, I got to see all my friends and, you know, get to see everybody and watch them perform as well. So 
you know, it's just been such an incredible journey. And not only that, but I got to see some of my, you know, fans and, you know, friends from different social platforms. And, you know, Mitch Oliver has really helped me throughout my career as well. He's a friend that um, has supported me in my music for ever, probably from the very mm-hmm. beginning. Um, wow. So to be able to, you know, get together and like go to a nice dinner and see each other and talk about music. And it's just a really cool community, I would say, indie artists. Um, I feel like yeah. although, um, you know, music can be I guess competitive sometimes in reality, you know, we're all trying to, you know, turn this into a career for ourselves. And I feel like indie artists really support one another. I've been really, really lucky to meet such incredible people throughout my journey. So, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> we always let our little one on and we'll see if he's available okay. right now. So Chris, you awesome. here? I'm grabbing Chris. Nope, he's not available. <laughs> I, I think he went because uh, I just heard him too a while ago. Because I, as you know, every episode we let him on on the show, yeah, and all that. <laughs> so I, and that's because I just heard him. So I thought because I thought, well, right. maybe he is in there because well, I, I, I can go out. get him. Oh. Caitlin's okay, asleep go. now. I can oh, go okay. get him. I Give me okay. just a moment. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> I remember last time that we did. It was just audio, but he asked me a question. He's like, what's your favorite food? And I was like, chicken Alfredo. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that I'm about to whisper a new question real quick to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go Let me go get him. <laughs> oh, God. That's awesome. But yeah. And as you know, we've got a 20-month-old now. Um, and when wow. she gets older, we'll definitely be plugging her into the show, too, because we are a family affair. Right, right. I remember. I remember that. That's such a, that's really cool that you guys can all connect with that. Meet a bunch of different people, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, you know, January 3rd, we launched, and you're, I think, 260, I mean, 262nd interview. Wow. So, um, so it's been 266 different person or 262 different personalities. Right, exactly. So, get over right here. Okay. Here he is. Hi. Hi, Jennifer. What's your favorite restaurant? Oh, my favorite restaurants? Okay. Well, I told you last time that I really <laughs> like Chicken Alfredo, so Olive Garden. I know Macaroni Grill used to be my favorite, but I don't really know if those exist anymore. Um, <laughs> all the ones in Indiana just basically disappeared. So Italian food. I, I love uh, Italian food. What's yours? Uh, Little Caesars. <laughs> Ooh, pizza. Now, I'm surprised he didn't pick Cracker Barrel. Cracker he Barrel loves Cracker like Barrel, too. I'm surprised uh-huh. at that, too. <laughs> he loves I, Cracker, I, Barrel. I, Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I would say, you know, Cracker Barrel is one of those places that my family and I flock to because it's just, it feels like mm-hmm. home. Every time you it go does. there, we go yeah. there probably once a month or whatever, and we just absolutely mm-hmm. love it. Or even going during uh, going down to Nashville or any kind of road trip, we have to stop to a Cracker Barrel because it's like tradition. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we just ate at Cracker Barrel down in Jacksonville just the other day. Oh wow, we did. 
That's awesome. <laughs> we love it. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for your question. <laughs> Welcome. Now, as you know, it, it takes a team, a village to do what you yes. do. And I don't think they get enough love. And I've always said on this show, we're definitely going to show some love to the teams. Okay. So if you want to take a couple minutes to just tell us about the team that surrounds you that helps you be who you are. Okay. Well, definitely. I would say my mom and my dad, I know that's kind of <laughs> cliche, but my parents have helped me through so, so much. So first I want to say thank you to my parents um, and God, because without God, I wouldn't be here and Amen. I wouldn't be able to, you know, follow my dreams. So for that, I'm very, very grateful. Um, I'd like to thank my producers, Ben Travis, as well as Mike Champlin. I've worked with him for many years. So the producers, um, I'm very, very grateful for Ben Travis is amazing. I've been able to be working with him for the past year. So, um, He's incredible and definitely go follow Two Cats Music because he's just such an amazing person and he gives 110%. So I feel really, really lucky to be working with him and being in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I would say thank you so much to Tammany Dove. I know we talked about her earlier, um, <laughs> but she has really, really helped me throughout my career. And wow. any question I have, any... Um, you know, what should I do about this situation or how do I do this? She's just been there for me. And I just mm -hmm. feel, <clears throat> excuse me, I just feel really lucky to have her in my life. Um, she's just been so incredible. I'm a part of ISSA Records now. So she has really helped me, you know, really push my music out to people. And um, mm -hmm. hopefully, you know, it just keeps spreading more and more. So I feel really lucky to have her in my life. And Ron Campbell, my promoter, he's, he's been awesome. with me ever since the beginning. And, wow. you know, he has just really believed in me and believed in my music ever since I started. So for that, like, thank you so much because, you know, he saw me in the very, very beginning. Like, mm -hmm. And has and every time we turn well. around, he's posting something about you every time. <laughs> yes, he is incredible. Yes. His his, um, you know, all of his promotions and he's just so, he's very knowledgeable as well. I'm getting hoarse. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he's very knowledgeable as well. And I just feel really lucky to have him in my life too. So um, that's, that's my tight knit group, I would say. And everyone is very kind and genuine. And I feel like they have my best interests at heart. So, Good. you know, if something comes up and, I have questions. I feel super, super confident and, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> you know, I just feel really lucky. So that would probably that, be my village. <laughs> and that's important. I think that sometimes people think, well, I'm a loner. I can do it myself. And if you're going to be an artist, you can't be a loner. You can be a loner outside of your team, but you can't be a loner in, in this world. Right. And, you know, throughout my career as well, I've met such incredible people that have heard my music or, you know, have known me throughout the years. And, you know, like I talked about earlier, Mitch Oliver, he has really helped me with my promos as well. And, you know, it's really cool because as you 
you know, grow up in this music community, you know, you get to meet such incredible people. And, you know, he's been an extremely sweet and kind person. And he, he helped me, you know, do some of the, um, you know, put together my CD. And, you know, I just feel really lucky, you know, I feel like everyone around me um, has just been so incredible. And, you know, I just feel really happy. And I feel like although this year didn't turn out the way that I planned, um, <laughs> it turned out the best it possibly could have, if yeah. that makes sense. And oh, that makes total the opportunity sense. to be able to, you know, do these interviews like with you and different radios and, you know, go do some radio takeovers, you know, mm -hmm. people like that have really, really helped us and uh, us indie artists. So I just feel extremely lucky. That is awesome. So if you could co-write and write with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? And what would you want to write about? Ooh, you know, that's really difficult. Um, <laughs> I love difficult questions. I feel questions. like a lot of people say this, but I would say Carrie. Carrie Underwood, definitely. She, I feel like she has this really cool style. She can go from a song like <laughs> End Up With You that's kind of chill and relaxing to Choctaw County Affair and be really sassy <laughs> or Miranda Lambert <laughs> with her and Carrie Underwood doing something bad. You know, they, they're such a broad spectrum. So I would love to meet her, co-write with her. Mm, that'd be so much fun. Um, Oh my god. How about co-write with both Carrie and Miranda together? Hey, hey. Oh my gosh. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Just a really fun, um, sassy song. I feel like that's where I just like mm -hmm. love it. And it's just I have so much fun performing. So, you know, oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> but you know, I just you know, it's really cool because mm -hmm. throughout my career I got to co-write with some people as well. And <laughs> You know, you just, you meet so many incredible people and God brings mm -hmm. people into your life. And it's just, um, and a really incredible feeling to be working with people from all over the world. You know, God yeah. has a plan. So, um, Most I just definitely. Feel, yeah, I just feel really lucky to be able to stay afloat even, uh, during COVID. So, yeah. um, I think and, and you know, you're talking really, about God has a plan. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Um, you know, Sandy and I have been married over 18 years. And for many years through our marriage, we would be on the street and run into people. And I'm not talking about running into friends, but just running into strangers. And I'd end up in a conversation with somebody. Right. And Sandy would know two or three minutes in, we're going to be here 60 minutes. There's just no question <laughs> about it. 45, 60 minutes, we're going to be here. And sometimes she'd roll her eyes and I'd catch it. But, you know, but when I'm talking, I'm talking. And uh, we've probably done that thousands and thousands of times through the 18 years of marriage. And the funny thing is now when we and we both laugh about this now because we look back at that, that all those conversations helped us be who we are for this show. Right. Exactly. I feel like, you know, throughout my career. I've met so many people, um, so many people that have been very knowledgeable, people that have really supported me, 
So definitely, you know, God brings people into your life and sometimes people leave, but I feel like every single person that you meet, there's a purpose. I, I, I know um, it's kind of cheesy to say, but I feel like, you know, everything happens for a reason, you know, every time you go to Nashville or you meet somebody and maybe later on, you know, you'll co-write with them or be able to (laughs) do a performance or, you know, it's just like, it's a big web. It's a big Mm -hmm. network. And, you know, I really love being a part of the indie artist community. Like I said earlier, I just feel like so many of them, so many indie artists really support each other. We buy each other CDs and we, you know, we <laughs> do shout outs and shares and, oh my gosh, go, you go girl. <laughs> and, you know, I we love watch it. each other's Facebook lives. Like, you know, when times are tough, I feel like we have really banded together and. Um, it's like a brother of- or sisterhood. Right, exactly. I'm an only child, but I feel like I do have a lot of brothers and sisters. Um, and you learn a little from, you know, every single person that you meet, you know. Um, mm. So, you know, I just feel really happy and I just really appreciate all my indie artists. <laughs> and we feel that way about all of y'all, too, because um, even though we're not artists, we're still in that arena with y'all. Right. And we, we learn so much from each each of you and we get to hear some cool stories some sad stories some great stories right and it's and it's just been so interesting this year going through to over 200 plus people and it's like man you know we feel so blessed to get to do this exactly you know and not only is your close-knit group really there for you and supporting you but you know my i call them my mulatters nation you know my my fan group, but in reality, they're like family to me, you know, um, everyone is so supportive and I just, I just feel really lucky to have been able to meet all these incredible people, you know, um, mm-hmm. my, my fans, my family, my friends, I mean, I don't know where I would be without them. So I try to thank them every single day, you know, thank you so much. And, you know, thank you for being a part of my journey, you know, I mean, yeah. When it comes to being an indie artist, you are kind of alone sometimes. Um, yeah. But when you have, you know, alone as in, you know, you're 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 doing something kind of out of the norm, you know. Yeah. So when you're an indie artist and you have this really tight knit group supporting you, your family supporting you, and all of your fans and friends, you know, it just is really heartwarming. And times like these, you know. Um, you've got an army behind you and just supporting you each step of the way. So I feel really lucky. And I, you know, I just released this album and I've had so many people just be so sweet and supportive and it, and it's worth, it makes it worth it. You know, um, you know, you want to tell a story each time you write a song and you want to give people, you know, for me personally, I feel like music is kind of like medicine it really heals yeah, you therapy heals yes therapy um you know it really heals your soul and you know i feel like other artists have really healed me in many ways throughout my life and mm-hmm. you know through trials and tribulations to you know really amazing amazing things in my life you know yeah. every time i go through something 
you know, music has this way of like sticking a little seed in your memories. And every time you hear a yeah. song, like that was from. And it you puts know, you right back to that moment. Yeah. That was Whether it's good or bad. Or, or whatever, you know, that was. Like, was like, like Sandy and I, yeah. there's a song, I forget what it's called, but we call it the bad day song, but it's an upbeat song about, about bad, a bad day. bad day. And we always laugh about that every time it comes on. But you could be in a bad, you could have a bad day. And when that song comes on, like, you can't have a bad day after that, even though it's yes, about a bad day. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing is like, you know, I, I've really gotten into writing and, you know, some of my music, you know, I just released Live and Learn, Outcast Streamer. I have another one coming out um, early next year um these songs that i've written i just really want to connect to people you know live and learn is about you know going through trials and, and tribulations in your life and sometimes relationships don't always work out or they're not yeah. you know who they say they are but you know you live and you learn right you yep. live and you grow and that was kind of what i was going towards and outcast dreamer is kind <laughs> of like dedicated to basically anyone that's following their dreams um oh, wow. taking that big leap of faith and just like right now as indie artists you know sometimes you can feel like an outcast and feel like oh my gosh what am i doing it's kind of scary but if mm. you just let go and ignite your fears and just go for it just like you know i just i just feel like i really try to connect to people through my music I love that. Now, let's talk about where you're going. Um, yeah. This past February made the five-year anniversary that I asked that we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she was wanted to be in five years. And right. I always like to tell that this story before I ask the artist that exact same question because the answer she gave us five years ago is almost to the T of what she's living now. I mean, it's amazing exactly. to remember what she said versus what she's living five years later. It, exactly. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't do a more picture perfect life than what she right. told us. Right. So knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? Well, I would say, you know, I would really love to be traveling the country, um, touring. I think that would be so amazing. Um, I was going to do a small tour this year, but obviously <laughs> it didn't work out. Yep. But, you know, maybe next year I'll be able to do a tour around, you know, the Midwest or, you know, the Southern states. So to be able to, you know, tour maybe around the world, even um, that that's a humongous goal for me, you know, to go to the UK, to fly to, you know, <clears throat> Australia, you know, like how cool would that be to, <laughs> you know, fly halfway across the world and, and meet people for your music, you know, and they're singing it in the crowd, like, oh my gosh, yeah. how amazing would that feel? Like people, like I have fans and friends now from all over the world and, you know, I just feel so happy and I'm like, oh my gosh, my music made it to Germany and my music made it to Japan, wow. you know, such a cool feeling. So to be able to tour would be incredible and to be, you know, financially really comfortable, I would say, would be yeah. a really cool thing to, you know, this be my, you know, it is my career now, but yeah. to be really well off would be amazing as well. Yeah. Um, you know, but 
you know, it's just one step at a time, right? <laughs> so now let's it, look even yeah. further. Let's say that five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road, you're a success on what on a grand scale, whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. You made it. If the person you are today could meet your future successful self, what would you remind her? Ooh. Well, um, like I, I feel like, like I said earlier, you know, because of your family, your friends, your supporters, you are where you are today. So to be able to, let's say I do get to tour and I do get to have these incredible opportunities, it's because of those people from the very beginning who have been there for you, playing your music, doing interviews, you know, all yep. of your supporters um, because of God, you know, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to um, follow your career and your to follow your dreams and everything. It's all because of these people that were that believed in you from the very beginning. So I would I I would remind myself, you know, you're you are where you are and you need to stay really real, be true to you. Um, I feel like sometimes it can be difficult to, you know, be yourself. Um, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm nerdy or, oh, you know, I don't know if people are gonna like that. But in reality, you know, if you are yourself, that's yeah. the best possible thing you can be because mm -hmm. you are you and you're not somebody else. And this is your journey and, you know, don't compare yourself to other people because they're in different steps in their journey. And, you know, I just feel like be real and be true to yourself and yep. love all your supporters. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of that, I can remember when we first was launching this show, um, I, I reached out to a Nashville friend and asked what advice would he give us? Cause I knew he hosted a show years ago <laughs> and he said that the only advice he'd give us as kind of goes along with what you just said is be and stay authentic. He said, you could tell every Bobby Bones joke. You could tell every Ty Bentley joke. And he said, you might even be good at it. Mm -hmm. He says, but the day's going to come when authentic Chris comes out. And when that day comes, you're going to lose every bit of your audience because they were never attracted to authentic Chris. Mm -hmm. They were attracted to fake Chris. So if you stay authentic from the beginning, your true. show may grow slower, but you'll gain the right audience. Exactly. Yeah, that's a very... Very strong point, I would say. And speaking of advice, let's say you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her sing, and they've got something special. Simon Cowell would say they have that it factor. Yeah. And they've played maybe 40 or 50 shows, so they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side. But they've gotten on stage, and they look over the crowd, and the crowd's roaring for them, and they know they're in the right place, and they come to you and they say, Jennifer, I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to help guide them the next couple of years? I would tell them, be prepared to work, work, work. <laughs> um, and not in a bad way, you know, yeah. it's not, it's not, you know, all sad and like, Oh, I got to like work just so I can have this five minutes. No, it's not even like that. You know, you're, you're focusing and you're really pursuing this dream of yours and you have to take every single moment that you have to pour into your music. You know, I feel like in the beginning, it's kind of like, Oh, you know, I'll, I'll do this and I'll post and 
you know, things yeah. like that. But in reality, it's like the the more you get invested into your music and the more you, you know, you're posting and you're putting more music out there, it just becomes so, so extremely important. Um, yeah. If you're passionate, like, you know, Allison said, if Allison Steele, if you're incredibly passionate about your whatever your career is and whatever you're wanting to pursue, you know, that has to be your main focus. Like to me, like, I don't, like I'm taking that big leap of faith right now, you know, with these years that I have, um, you know, <clears throat> I just feel like it's extremely important and just, yeah. you know, don't let anything stop you from, you know, what you want to do with your life. You know, if you find something that you love, you never work a day in your life. So exactly. it's a lot of work, but it's for your happiness, you know? Mm -hmm. So just work, 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 and don't give up and be your true self. That's what I would say. And that's, that's like with this show, you know, we love doing this show. It's been a lot of work, way more work than I ever imagined. Right. Because you know, some people think they see us on here and that's the work. That's the fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we love, but, like music. You know, but there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff, a lot of going back and forth with people trying to, see, you know, because we're, we, it's just Sandy and I, we are the team. And so it's right. like trying to do this and trying to do that. And then some days we have two interviews a day. Now, granted, I'll be honest, I love doing this, but, but doing two interviews a day, sometimes you're like, it's a little crazy. Take a breather. Sometimes. You know, yeah. when, when they go 45 to 60 minutes on average, each interview, sometimes right. that can get rough, you know, over and over and over and over. What makes it great though, is every artist or every guest that we bring on is different. So we have different type type. Like yesterday, we had the, the legendary actor Ed Asner come on. Wow. Never, I wow. never would have dreamed yeah. that we'd have someone like him on the show. And yet he was on yesterday. Oh my gosh. That's, <laughs> that's so amazing for you guys. And what a cool experience that is, you know? Oh my so God. So it's been cool with all the people like you. I mean, y'all make, you know, you know, I, I love interviewing you because you make my job easy. Aww. You know, there are sometimes <laughs> interviews and S Sandy will know when I'm struggling. I mean, because she's heard me enough where there's sometimes where I'm trying to drag stuff out of people yeah. and it's tough. <laughs> and then there's right. other interviews like this one where I'm like, OK, you know, I just I because I want it to be a conversation. I don't want it to feel like an interview. And if I, if it's got to feel like an interview where I ask a question, you answer, and I ask a question, you answer, you know what? I'll quit. I'm not doing that. <laughs> right. I'm a conversationalist and exactly. I want a conversation and I want it to feel like we're all family and just everybody's listening to a conversation between a couple people. Well, I feel like you definitely have captured that because, you know, sometimes interviews can be like, little nerve-wracking or whatever um but you know yeah a conversation is extremely nice and you just get to hang out and talk and get to know each other and well, not with video i know video is amazing <laughs> um i know last time we didn't have video so it's cool to see your face and so cool so you know what um as we close the show tell everybody how they can reach out to you and get your stuff okay um, well, I have my own website, www.jennifermalat.com. 
Um, you can purchase my new physical EP there. Um, I have my music on Apple. Oh my goodness. Hi. Thought we would pop in here at the end. Oh my gosh. Hello. Hi. You're so cute. Okay. Tried to get in here. Hey. Hey, look. Hi. You're on camera, Caitlin. Say hi, everybody. I see a smile. I see it coming. Like, who is this lady? Oh my goodness. We've been um, watching, haven't we, the whole thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, Her first time appearing on the show here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's precious. Oh, like, thank oh. you. Oh, my goodness. Um, I would say my website, like I said earlier, um, Facebook, Twitter, my music is on there. Um, you can stream my music on Spotify as well as Apple Music. Purchase my music on Apple Music. And uh, Bands in Town, that's a really cool app and website that you can go oh, wow. to um, follow me on there and you can see where I'm going to be doing events. Or right now it's kind of like, you know, okay, I'm going to be doing an interview on the Chris and Sandy show or, you know, things like that. So yeah, um, yeah. you could definitely follow me on there too. So anything is appreciated and during these crazy times and I just feel really lucky. So, and YouTube as well, you can follow me on there. I have some music videos and some performances on there. So definitely check it out. <laughs> I love that. And anybody that's still watching or if you're, watch to this point from replay just share 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 please Let's, do and yes. uh, that would be great it helps us all it does yes and definitely. um share. and we and we really enjoyed having you on the show today and we yes. definitely look forward to having you back again we do yes definitely and we can do a video call again because this has been yep. really right and hopefully well, maybe then she can be bo all both of us in yes it. hopefully yes. so definitely that'd be go. so fun <laughs> okay